Doug. Welcome to Sessions. Oh, man. Thanks for having me, brother. Look, Appreciate you. You already know. It's so been a while. It's been a minute. This is my guy. So this is my guy from day one. Literally, me and Doug used to run around back in our prep school days. Yep, yep. Run around in the in the Lincoln. Yeah, uh -huh. He used to drive us <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yep. So to way and back. fro, he was the guy way back in the day, turtleneck yeah. days. Doug was the man. He's still yeah. the man. But now he is the real estate guru, the go-to guy. Um if you've been on the internet, you're on Instagram and you're in real estate, you know who Doug Dept is. Yeah. Um, so Doug, can you just tell us a little bit about how you got into real estate, who you are? Yeah. Um, just give us a brief. Nah, for sure. For sure. So I guess I got back into real estate by just studying the, the rich and the wealthy, right? So yep. you went to Chestnut Hill. Yep. I went to Germantown Academy and we saw a lot of crazy things. I'm talking about you know, limo service to school, yep. getting the Range Rovers at 16, the, the bar to buy mitzvahs, yep. you know, the G-Wagons, you know, the, the private jets, all this stuff, right? But I actually became fascinated with just studying the, the rich and the wealthy. We weren't one of the rich and wealthy yeah. folks of the school at all, right. but I was fascinated. And one thing that I realized is that a lot of the parents, they all own real estate in some form or fashion, right? Yeah. So they had the beach houses, they had the apartment buildings, they had the car lots, they had all this real estate. So then I started to say, you know what, one day I want to be like this. I want to be able, when I have kids, right. to be in a position to go ahead and send them to a $32,000 private school, to have the private jets, to have the limo service, and so forth. Right. But I think what really takes it back the way the one another reason why I got into real estate was because like my brother was locked up. So okay. he was actually okay. at Greaterford for about five years. Oh wow. And we used to take Sunday visits to go see him every single Sunday. Yeah. But my parents were able to break up those visits by going to see open houses. So oh, like wow. you're a realtor, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So on yep. Sunday's the biggest the biggest day for open houses. Yeah. So we literally would go see these huge houses and I think that just planted a seed in my head that one day you know, I want to make sure that I own a house. Yeah. And then once I coupled that with studying the rich, studying the millionaires, you know, reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I say, yeah. you know what? I just don't want one house. Yeah. I need multiple houses. Right, right, right. And now you have this huge portfolio, mm -hmm. but you are saying from day one, so if for all those folks who haven't met Doug or don't know Doug's history, Doug literally day one was saying, yo, I'm going to retire. Like, yep. yo, he was working in corporate America, mm -hmm. working in corporate America, paying the bills, yep. but said day one, I'm going to retire. So how do you go from, okay, yeah, I want to retire to building this portfolio? Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, one so, to a hundred or how, oh, yeah, I don't yeah. know how many you have. Yeah, yeah. So I have a huge collection, about a, a eight-figure uh, real estate portfolio. But at an early age, like you said, I always yep. wanted to retire early, yep. but I needed a vehicle to get there. Okay. Right. So I went to University of Delaware, finance degree, yep. which is great. And they, you know, recruited me to be in the leadership rotational program. It was okay. five of us. Okay. But I remember that first day of work, right? We're going up in HR in the elevator and we hop off and this lady is carrying a box. She's an older lady, probably about 55, 60 years okay. old, but she's carrying a box, but she's in tears. She's literally crying. And I asked HR, I said, hey, what's going on? Like, why is she crying? So we just had massive layoffs. This was during the nationalization scare, kind of like what we're experiencing right yep. now where people are laying off 10,000 people, 20,000 yep. people, 15,000 yep. people, right? So this lady literally been working at the bank for 20 years, and just like that, they dropped the ax on her. So yep. she had mortgages. She had kids in school. She had kids in college, right? And just like that, they were able to pull the rug from her. Yeah. So that was another like major, major focal point of my life because I say, you know what? I never want to be in that lady's position. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. one thing that I learned is that if you give p permission for someone to feed you, yeah. you also give permission for them to starve you. Damn. And I never want to be in a position where someone has the ability to literally starve me 
and my family. Yeah. That's real. That's real. That's yeah. So that was your aha moment. Yeah, that was the major aha moment. Yeah. That was literally day one working corporate America. So, so what's that, like 2007? Uh, that's, oh, I graduated in 2008. Okay. Um, okay. So I graduated 2008. So this was, uh, yeah, 2008, yep. 2009. Yep. So this was a crazy time in the market. Subcrime price. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Everything tanks. Every Everything was tanking. I'm talking about Bank of America stock. That's where I used to work. Yep. It went from $60 all the way down to $4.50. Okay. And that was actually what I did. I loaded up on some Bank of America stock. Okay. And that helped me. I have some capital to go yeah. ahead and, and invest in real estate by Got that first it. property. Okay. So what was your first property or first yeah. and second property? How'd you yep. get in? How'd you do it? Yeah. Yeah. So so basically it was um went to University of Delaware. I lived down there for four years okay. in college. Yep. And since the job of Bank of America was right in Wilmington, Delaware, I knew that I wanted to stay in Delaware, right? Wow. So I had a girlfriend at the time and we were dating for about three and a half years. Got it. Uh but we rented in an apartment. And I say, you know what? I don't want to rent an apartment. Like, you know, I know too much. I need to go ahead and be in a position of ownership. Yep. Right. So we went down to Newark, called my realtor, and we found this brand new uh, townhome community. Okay. Four bedroom, three and a half baths, and it was brand new construction. So I said, it's cool. A nice little grab. Oh, for yeah. Nice, nice little just, grab. Just to hop out of school. Yeah, hop out a little of school. four bed, three bath. Quarter million dollar property, <laughs> you, know, you know. Some light. Yeah. And I was only making uh, $50,000 a year, but I was still able to pick up the quarter million dollar property. That's dope. But uh, we use something called the FHA loan, which okay. I know you're familiar yep. with. Yep. But for those that are not familiar, yeah. this is where you only need 3.5% down, and the government will basically take care of the rest. Huge. Of course, there's some closing costs and so forth, but you can always negotiate that yeah. down to be, be as low as possible, right? So I was talking with the, with the ex-girlfriend, and she wanted to uh, be on the deed and so forth, but she didn't have any money Woo. to put up. Right out of college. Right out like, of college. Like, I said, hey. hey, listen, my mom raised me better than <laughs> yeah, that. We're not doing that. Yeah. So I was like, you know, when it's time for you to get a property, you can be on your own Do you your know, thing. solo yeah, dolo, exactly. but we're not married. Yep. However, put the money down, grab the property, four bedroom, three and a half baths. Cool. Huge townhome, about like 2,200 square feet. Right? Yeah, you almost, you almost don't even need all that, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't out of college, like, nah, I just need I a room. Exactly. <laughs> I just need a room. Yeah. So the funny part is... Yeah. Right, we're staying there. The mortgage is thirteen hundred dollars. Taxes, insurance. You know, Delaware's pretty light. cheap. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we're staying in the master bedroom, and I told her, I said, "Hey, listen, I don't want to pay for this mortgage at all." She's like, "What do you mean you don't want to pay? You just got the crib, right? Like, exactly. You gotta pay a mortgage. Yeah. What or are you gonna, gonna do? Right. Me, exactly. Right? So I say, you know what? I want to rent these rooms out. So she's like, okay. rent the rooms out. Oh, you're crazy. Like, you know, yeah. just got out of college. You know, I don't want a guy our age living in a property, which is, you know, understandable. Right. Yep. Doesn't want, a, want a girl our, our age living in a property, which is also understandable. Yeah. Well, she doesn't want Get any it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so in, in, addition to that, in addition to that, right, she um, says she doesn't want a creepy old man living in the property. Like, Come no one on, wants a 60-year-old yeah, guy, you know, right, walking yeah, in okay. his drawers throughout yeah, the house. So okay. I was like, all right, man, my hands are tied behind my back. Right, right. So I say, you know what? Went on Craigslist and I found this retired grandmother. Okay. Dope. Lily's yeah. retired grandmother. You know, she was on her own, just needed a room, place to stay. So she was willing to pay me $750. Now, mind you, this is just about half of the mortgage of yeah. that $1,300. So I said, cool, we rented that out. And I said, you know, I still don't want to pay the mortgage. I'm paying half of it now, but exactly. I still don't want to pay anything. Right. I'm trying to stack. Sheesh. All right. Come on. Let's so, go. <laughs> so, so, then, so then she was like, um, I said, I want to rent these rooms out. She's like, oh, no, you're tripping. You're crazy. Like, right. You, right. You got to You're doing too much. You're doing now, way right. too yeah. much. Yep. So I said, no, I'm going to rent these rooms out. So I woke up the next morning. I said, you know what? Do you want to be rich or do you want to be poor? Damn. Guess what she said? What? She said, I'm okay being poor. Whoa. 
What? I said, oh, no, listen, you okay being poor? Yeah. I seen too much. Yeah. yeah I seen yeah. the private yep, jet. Yep, right? yep. I seen the limo service. I seen the bar and buy mixed I can't live like that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. See my man, John yeah. Cherry Hill doing <laughs> Look, his thing, right? I said, I seen to way like too him. much. Yeah. So, um, so I woke up the, so I was literally, she said, I'm okay being poor. So I drove oh, to Wilmington from Newark, Delaware. And I was like, man, okay being poor. Like, this is crazy. Yeah, yeah. I called my brother. I was like, yo, she said she's okay being poor. He's like, Doug, you know, that's a relationship. You got to ride that thing out. And he just got from out of prison. Yeah, so of yeah. It's a different, anything. yeah. His mentality is totally, yeah. Yeah. So I said, nah, nah, this can't happen. This so when I got back, I said, listen, I'm going to give you what you call a two-week notice. Damn, she what? She said, it's a two-week notice. Like, you got two weeks. Like, this relationship is over. Whoa. You got to pack everything up. And we got we got split ways. Whoa. I'm not okay being poor, bro. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, listen, yeah. that's, the, that's the least thing I want to be. Exactly, poor, yep. Especially yep. after what we've seen. Hell yeah. Hell so, yeah. Uh, so she's like, you know what? Damn. You know, we ended that relationship. So immediately that night, I hopped back on Craigslist. Yep. And I found two guys from Las Vegas. They were working at the Venetian Delaware Park Casino. Okay. Just opened up. Yeah. So they say, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll rent those two small rooms for $650, $650. Shit. Now, so, now you're getting your mortgage plus. Getting okay. the mortgage plus that additional cash flow. So literally two weeks is up. She's going down the steps. And these two random yeah. guys are literally coming up the steps. She's in tears like, yo, <laughs> yo this guy's an animal. Like, savage. He, Straight savage. Hey, listen, you got, you got to stay locked in, bro. And this is like a good brother here. Yeah. Savage. <laughs> right. This is a good bro. <laughs> I yeah. love that. So, so okay. literally, so now they got the two guys, these random guys from Craigslist yep. right across the hall. And mind you, everyone's like, Doug, you're crazy. Yeah. People at Bank of America, I was a laughing, laughing stock. Like, yep. yo, this guy literally is renting out to Whoa. random people, yeah, yeah, yeah. making money, but they didn't understand the vision. Yeah. Right. So the vision was, hey, listen, I'm not gonna be hugging this cubicle like you guys till I'm 67 and a half. Hell yeah. I'm I'm taking I'm taking the fast pass on out of here. Got right. It. I seen the people carry the boxes. So now I'm living in this master bedroom, the soaking tub, the wa- the walk-in closet, the balcony. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, I'm 20 something years old, early 20s, and I say, you know, I don't need any of this. So guess what I did, bro? What? (laughs) I took my king bed and I put it in my two-car garage. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. So now I'm living in the garage. Wait, wait. This is dope because... So you might not remember this. I remember Doug, like Doug was talking about buying this crib, but I think you must have, it must have been before you moved to the garage because I saw Doug at the bar and it might, we were like 23, 24. I saw you at the bar. You were like, oh, I just moved these brothers in here, you know, (laughs) had to break up with old girl, but moved them into the cribs. And then you moved to the garage. So I missed that part. Yeah. But okay. So I moved into the garage and guess why I did that? That's another $750 I was able to rent that master out. Okay. And so I got two people. I still got grandma in the basement right, right. paying $750. Okay. This new guy in the master is paying $750. Okay. And I got the other two guys That's paying $650, $650. Okay. So you're making, you're making the mortgage now. Yeah. So just all the two guys from Vegas is paying yep. the mortgage. Yep. Everything else is icing on the cake. So we got an extra $1,500 of cash flow Come on. that I'm able to put in into the pocket. pocket. In my pocket. So literally, these guys are paying me cash, man. I feel like Big Meech out here, bro. <laughs> literally, these guys are paying me all he's, cash. He's going to like, Vegas. Yo, What's up? <laughs> yo, I wasn't going to Vegas. Okay, I was good. stacking that money up because most people fall into the trap, right? Yeah. They get. You, you imagine seeing almost three thousand dollars of cash, and we used to work in a nine to five. Yeah. We used to getting that direct deposit where we really don't touch no, that much no, cash. You don't feel it. So literally, we actually got a chance to fill that cash. You know, twenty five hundred dollars a month of cash. But what I did was I put that away. Okay. And I bought stocks, bought investments, but then I started to pick up more assets, more real estate. Because the number one thing that where people mess up 
they get this extra money, this extra cash flow, right? But then they start increasing their lifestyle. Yeah. I stayed in the garage for three and a half years. Damn. Right? Staying low. Still working at Bank of America. Right. Still, you know, I worked my way up to $70,000 yep. a year from the 50, but I still was living low. Yeah. Right? Stacking. And that allowed more money to invest. And that is what helped me get out the rat race. Damn. But I would never have gotten out the rat race if I stayed and just kept spending that money, right? right? right. So all the extra $1,500, and you just spend the extra $1,500, yeah. you're going to stay in the same spot. Yep. Is that now yet your expenses have increased, now you're relying on exactly. renting out the rooms and you never could get ahead. I love that. I love that. And that's the hardest part for most people is once you start getting this income, you start yeah. building wealth, you know? Yep. It's the urge to want to spend. Like, yeah. you know, I'm a real estate agent. You sell yeah. some luxury stuff. You sell some this. You sell some right. that. You got to keep up with the Joneses almost, right. especially as a real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you got to wear nice shoes. You got to do this. Right. You got to do that. What allowed you to stay down and stay yeah. humble, too? Right. That's what I do love about Doug is yeah. you continue to stay humble. Like, yeah. how did you, like, what? What gave you that discipline? Where'd you learn that from? Yeah, I think it, I think a lot of it was, um, you know, my parents for sure. Yep. Okay. Right. So my pops. daddy, my pops, yeah, they used to wake me up early in the morning. I'm talking about like five, four thirty, five o'clock in the morning. Okay. And I would literally have to clean the carpets with a with a wet rag, a little bowl of water, a little soap. Okay. I would go around the go around the house. Clean little spots. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Dropping food or whatever. What? Clean little spots like Miyagi style. Yeah. Wash on, wash <laughs> off. Right? Wax on. So, so it was, you know, having that discipline. Yep. You know, seeing my parents discipline. Yeah. Okay. Like my dad was extremely frugal. My mom wasn't as frugal, but yeah. my mom loved the discount. Like she was literally, <laughs> like she wasn't paying full price for nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was going to ask at least I'm gonna three I'm going to use times. these coupons. <laughs> right. She's, like, she's going to use the coupon. Like the Germantown Academy, $32,000. Yep. Uh-huh. We only had to pay $2,000 mysteriously. Ooh, yeah. Because that was all How my mom was doing. that out, like, mom. Just, okay. Just all right. So I think just having that background, you know, respecting funds, respecting money and just, you know, seeing like growing up, I saw people from all walks of life. You know, I played basketball in the inner cities. You know, my parents had meetings every Friday night in one of the businesses that they were in. So I literally got a chance to interact with so many different people and they kept me busy. Right. So they didn't just have me playing basketball. You know, I was I was, you know, tap dancing. I was playing tennis. I was, you know, skiing. So having that that background of just multiple things like it really kept me humble yeah and just being able to travel and see the world I love that. you know has really uh has made that and i just you know i'm a frugal guy at the end of yeah. the day so it's like i i can't bring myself to be you know spending you know three hundred thousand dollars on uh-huh. cars Here and, and, and there and jewelries yep. and trinkets and so yep. forth when it's like i would rather go ahead and have cash flowing assets yeah. opposed to the, the flashy you know the glitter yep. and glam yep the glitz and glam it's not always worth it because exactly. i mean look all that stuff gets spent yep. you know as soon as you drive the car off the lot it, it, Come on, it depreciates value. immediately. Yep. Yep. And here you are, you're appreci- you've are you got these assets that are appreciating yep. over time. Yep. So we're getting started, we're getting busy. Then what's next? You're still in corporate America. Yep. So what was the vision? Where are, we, where are we going five, 10 years from now? Yeah, yeah. So the vision with corporate America, right? So I was in corporate America, worked five years at Bank of America, two years at this Japanese company, then another two years in sales. So my corporate career, it was a total of what, nine years? But during, but during that nine years, I was picking up these assets, right? So my first one after the one in Delaware was in a place called Coatesville. One of the reasons why I went out to Coatesville was simply because my dad's family was from there. Gotcha. But I had a cousin, Marsha, right? You know, I owe it to Marsha okay. because she was actually on Section 8 at the time. Oh, wow. And she's like, uh-huh. hey, cuz, you know, I'm living in this huge house, 
but I'm only paying, I think it was like $75 a month. I'm like, Marshall, like, how are you paying $75 yeah, yeah, yeah. a How's month? How's that work? Like, I don't know any rent that's $75 right. a month for a full four-bedroom property. Okay. She said, oh, it's, it's something called Section 8. The government pays the rest. Right. I said, oh, wait a minute. The government pays the rest? Right. Time out, right? <laughs> so so she said, once she said that, I started looking in and diving in a little deeper. I said, okay, okay got it. So why, why would anyone risk renting out to a market tenant where they're responsible for 100% of the rent right. when you go ahead and get a Section 8 tenant that's only right. responsible for 5 to 10% of the rent? Right. Right. So I'd rather have that guaranteed cash flow because yep. I need that cash flow yep. is what's going to set me free gotcha. and get me out the rat race. Gotcha. So this first property, it was in Coatesville, and I was able to basically purchase it as a, as a second family home. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I only had to put down 10% at this given time, so it's 10% down. Yeah. Property was about sixty thousand dollars. I oh, caught a foreclosure. Cheap. Yeah, that's super. Caught cheap. a foreclosure because these it was once sold for like one hundred and forty thousand. So and this is after discount. all the madness. So it right. makes sense. So okay, after, after the madness. Yep. 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 Cool. And I was actually, you know, take a side note. I was just yeah. reading somewhere foreclosures are up twenty two percent, bro. It's coming. It's yeah. coming. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah. Yeah. So for those that are listening, one of the ways like I picked up a dozen properties on a on a site called Home. Path.com. Okay. Homepath.com. You literally Wait, go is this, to this recently? Site. This is recently, yeah. Okay. You go to okay. Homepath right gotcha. now. Okay. Right. So I picked up over a dozen properties, but this is where you can tap into all the Fannie Mae foreclosures. Gotcha. So by okay. you tapping into Homepath, you can find these properties at deep, deep discounts. As a matter of fact, I'm not sure if you remember. Uh uh-uh. uh. There's, there's this property on 33rd Street in Strawberry Mansion, right? Okay. Yeah. I sent it to you. It was a multi family. Oh, yeah. It needed a lot of work. Yo. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm with you now. And it was, I think it was like either 40 or 60,000. It was super cheap. Yeah. It was super, super, cheap. super duper yeah. cheap. Yeah. I was like, yo, John, you ready to get into real estate? <laughs> yo, grab this property. He's like, yep. oh, it needs a lot of work. Grab this property, yep. fix it up. It's yep. going to be worth something one day and you'll be able to live for free. Yep. So, John, I, I yep. checked the value, right? <laughs> on 33rd Street, bro. He about to make On 33rd Street, that, that property you could have got for yeah. 60000 probably only needed, back then, labor was cheap. How much? $100,000 to fix up, so you've been all in one hundred and sixty. Okay. That property today is worth $675,000. So, like. Right? And, and get, look, you only need it. If you ran Julian, this, come on, man. You, you, see, yo, you see him making me look crazy out yo, here. <laughs> yo, listen. If you, so let's, let's imagine if you ran yeah. something called the 2 or 3K FHA yep, yep. Uh, play, right? Which yep, you're familiar yep, with. Uh-huh. Need that, and a half down. Yep, yep. Need that 3.5% down. They're going to cover the rest of construction for you. Yep. All wrapped into that same exact loan. Yep. You could have got the $100,000, made that triplex looking beautiful. Yep. right? You would have lived in one of the units. And back then, interest rates might have been, say, 4, 4%. Tops, yeah. Five tops. So at one hundred and sixty thousand bucks, then you're looking at about a, a stack a month. Yeah, a for stack. a triplex. Yeah, yeah. So you could have easily rented out the second and third floor for a stack a piece. Listen to your friends, bro. Right. Just listen to your friends. That, that's okay. it. I gave you the layup. I gave, <laughs> he gave you the layup. play. He gave I'm me saying, the play. Yeah, the, Look. Hey, yep. Yep. He said. He said he didn't want to shoot it, but it's all good. You're in <laughs> yeah, real estate now, yeah, and you're making yeah. it happen. But the beautiful thing is, that's why we want to buy real estate now, right? Yeah. There's no better time than the present. Dude. So if you have the opportunity and the cash to go ahead and tap in and buy the real estate. Buy the real estate. Yes. yes. Preach. Yeah. That's literally what I tell my clients every day. When yeah. when should I buy? Is now a good time to buy? Bro, yeah. is it a good time to buy for you? Yeah. You know, like it wasn't the time for me to buy that right. at the time. Yeah. I had another play that you, I asked Doug about too, and, and I should have bought that. I mm. definitely should have bought that. So me and the missus um, were just about to have our Zoe. Zoe, yeah. Yeah. Zoe, yeah. Um, and we were going to buy in South Philly. It was a small little, I think it was on Wharton Street, um, small, like maybe 150 at the time. Yeah. 
you know that thing is worth at least 300 uh, plus up, now yeah. easy, easy yep. you know so that and that's just like straight cash just paying that's the it. mortgage yep. straight cash paying the mortgage the best yep. time to buy is always right. right now yeah and a lot of people you know they're scared with interest rates they're like oh yeah. interest rates are five percent six percent seven percent yep but if you can afford the interest rate and especially from an investment standpoint yeah if you're able to cash flow in today's interest yep. rate environment yep guess what happens when the rates Bruh, come on. You refinance. That's you it. You can tap into some equity if you want. Yep. But now you refinance, and now your cash flow actually increases. Oh, yeah. And since there's huge inflation right now, yep. the rents are actually going up. So now you got a you know a double whammy where yep. you, your cash flow spread is even greater. Yep. So that's why it's so important to be able to be in a situation where you know how to analyze these deals, find these deals, and make sure the cash flow today. And we're not speculating. We're making sure they work today in today's yep. climate. Yep. So now when the things get better... Now we're in a situation to even have a greater spread. Yeah, I love that. That's exa- Wait, tell us that site again, because I'm, well, look, I know yeah. people are Googling. Tell, yeah. would, and you grabbed 12, so now, like, now Doug's playing on a different level. So yeah. we'll talk about that, but yep. what's that site? Yeah. Uh, so the site is a homepath.com. Okay. H-O-M-E-P-A-T-H.com. That's a site that you want to tap into, bro. Gotcha. gotcha. I was just on there today. Uh-huh. I was on there probably about a month and a half, two months ago, right? Okay. It was crickets on there. There's like maybe yeah. one to two pages. Yep. But now when I check today, yep. there's over 13 different pages of all, you oh, know, 50 shit. houses yeah. just in the Pennsylvania market. Yeah. So you can use HomePath across the whole country to okay. pick up these deals. Got it. So you're playing probably across the board. Like, are you buying in Ohio, like yeah. all over now? Are you buying in Atlanta? Are you buying, like, what's what's the play for you now? Right, so I'm, I'm real big on doing the same layup over and over okay. and over again, right? So Got a it. lot of people like to recreate the wheel, which yep. is fine, nothing wrong with that. Yep. But if you have something that's darn near, like you could do it in your sleep, Yeah. I, I mean, I keep running that play down to the Hell ground, yeah. right? So it's like, if, if it's you have not a cha- broke, if it's not broke, why fix it? So yep. if you have a championship team and you just keep running the same play and people not picking up on it and you keep just slapping the backboard like i'll, I'll take a thousand layups then just yeah. shoot half court shots hell you know yeah what I'm look triangle offense come yeah, that, on that, that's now. it so we run it so i literally you know i buy the properties under value yeah i fix them up okay. i rent them out cool you know i put a i put a government contract in place so that we have that guaranteed yep. cash flow cash coming flow. in i'll go ahead and pull my money back out Cool. You know, on the on the back and Refi. pay my short, yep. you know, pay my short term lenders back. Okay. Then I keep running that same play over and over again, just recycling the same money yep. over and over again. But as I recycle that money, yeah. I'm picking up more assets, more cash flowing assets. You're Monopoly, man. He's yeah. Mr. Monopoly <laughs> over here. I just need to borrow a couple of dollars so I can get a couple of plays and I'm good. We're yeah. in there. That's it. That's it. Send <laughs> a couple of dollars. I like the so so you know, yeah, I like you no, know, there's there's some this is a mindset thing, yeah. right? So I can either give you a fish. Yep. Yep. I'm gonna feed you and your family for the night, right? I like that. Yeah. But if I can go ahead and really teach you how to fish, yeah. teach you how to say, you know what? I don't need Doug to give me a house or give me cash flow. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna go ahead and learn what he knows, yeah. tap in, so now I can duplicate that same process over right. and over and over again. So now instead of eating for one night, yeah. you're literally, literally in a situation to eat forever. And that's what I want to teach as many people as possible. That's dope. That's why I have the mentorship, right? That's yep. why I do the ride-alongs. That's why I'm constantly giving so much content day in and day out because I want to see people win. Yeah. Like, yep. don't rely on me to go ahead and give you the fish. Yep. Go ahead and get the fish yourself. Get it yourself. And I think that's dope. It's like you've transitioned into the mentorship piece. And there's so many gurus out here now. Right. And I don't, I mean, I've, 
I grew up in Atlanta. I went to yeah. college in Atlanta and everybody's a guru. Right. But Doug has literally sat here and done the work. And I've I've literally seen you go yeah. from point A to now ready to retire yeah. or, you know, he's yep. getting a retirement home. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah. But it's like, listen to the man, watch what he does. But you've transitioned to this mentorship role. Right. Um, and how does that work now? So that I feel like that's like part of your yeah. business, even yeah. as you're kind of like, you know, passing out these dimes to people to yep. teach them how you did it. Absolutely. Yeah. So it came to a situation where I, I was getting tons of people just reaching out like, hey, Doug, I see you moving. You know, I want to get into real estate. And I really just didn't have the time just to sit yeah. down with every single person, break right. down the game. Right. And my one buddy, my buddy Neil said, listen, if, if people don't pay, they don't pay attention. Oh. Right. So I could give the game to thousands of people bro, growing up, yeah. you know, going through the journey, but no one paid attention. That's real. Yep. So once I fi figured out that, okay, if people pay just a little bit, yep. they'll get the knowledge forever. But the chances of them executing on that knowledge Hell yeah. far exceeds if they were just to sit yeah. down with me, waste my time yeah. and just get the game for free. That makes sense. So then I became passionate about, yo, this process is duplicable. So yeah. you can literally duplicate this process over and over and over again. That's why I have students across the country, Love right? It. Like there's a, there's a couple, Janice and Aaron. Okay. They have 16 units in 10 years. So they were able to Dope. do 16 transactions, pick up 16 deals that are cash flowing yep. in that short period of time. Okay. So by having, you know, some people like, well, I could just Google and kind of figure it out on my own, right? You can. Sure, you could do that. Yeah, exactly. But it might take you 15, 20 years right. when you can actually... Get all of my knowledge, yep. get all of my experience, yep. you know, all the headaches, the, you know, I lost hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. during this journey. Yep. Instead of you making those same mistakes, you can get what we call the fast pass. Yeah. So it's like when people fast go, to, Dis people like go to Disney World, people go to Six Flags, and you have the opportunity to not have the fast pass. Yep. But now you go on a weekend, you're waiting in line where you only get the ride, three rides in 10 uh, hours. Yeah. Yep. Or you can get the fast pass where you literally can ride you know, 30 rides in that same like amount it. of time. I like it. So I don't know about you, but I'd rather pay a little <laughs> bit of money, get the fast pass because my time is valuable. Hell yeah. And people be playing this game like they have second chance, like they can just hit the reset button, you like their time is not limited. Exactly, yep. Right? So one of the one of the things, you know, one of my, my mentors from afar says, you know, in this game of life, we don't make it out alive. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So I go through life like I'm not making it out alive. Like yeah. my time is now. I got to go ahead and put the pedal to the metal and make things happen. I, I can't that. be hugging a cubicle till I'm 67 and a half, bro. That's not in my cards. I love it. I love it. Yep. I love that. So I, I, before we go to the next, like where you go next, yeah. where, like, there's certain people who just have this blind faith, right? Yep. There are certain people who you know, you can know just by people's aura, their, their character, their vibe, like, oh, he's good. Oh, they're good. I can trust what he's talking about. Where does that blind faith that you have or belief in, all right, I'm not going to be sitting at this cubicle for 10 years. Yeah, this deal might not work out or I might have failed on this deal. I might have lost 100K, yep. but that's cool. I'm going to go do the next one. We're going to keep running the same play. We're going to keep doing, like, where did that come from? Yeah, I think it just really comes from, you know, growing up in the church, of course, you know, yep. all things are, are possible through Christ who, yep. who strengthens us, right? Yep. So that's one thing. Yep. And I think just, you know, playing sports was huge. Yeah. 
right? So, you know, we played Germantown Academy. We were nationally ranked and so forth. So, of course, there'll be games they that we, we would good. lose. Yeah. And I necessarily wasn't the best best player, right. but I showed up every single day, right? So no matter what happened the day before, I was able to brush that off and get back out there. Like, today was day one. Like, yeah. I had to go ahead and win this championship. So, so I think that played a huge role, right? And just being able to be so committed that I know that anything – in order to achieve, you must believe. Yeah. So I make sure to work on my mindset, to have my, work on my belief system. Yeah. And really, you have to understand what you're programming your mind to do. So oftentimes, people are listening to music and so forth. But when I was living in the garage, and still to this day, I'm listening to motivational tracks. Like right. There's literally, I have this one playlist. It's 10 hours of just motivational tracks, right? Okay. So you cannot just listen to that and just be like, you know, I'm scared. I don't want to do yeah. it. Right. So by you training that mindset, like the... Like the skill and so forth, that's probably more like 10, 20%. Right. But it's really that mindset, that 80, 90% of it, that's yeah. going to get you to that next level and it's going to make you fearless and going to make you say, you know, no matter what, I'm smart enough to figure it out. Hell yeah. No matter what, I'm going to keep moving forward. No matter what, I'm not giving up on my dreams. No matter what, I'm not going back to hugging that cubicle until like I'm 67 and a half. Because I'm counting on myself, but there's other people counting, counting on me. Counting on you. Yeah. Right. Dope, dope. It's that consistency. I yeah. love that. So then from the from there, like, which, what's your, I'm sure it's changed, right? So then yeah. what's your why now? Like, why do you, you've, you've built this portfolio, but what's your why for why you mentor these folks or why you keep going and you yep. keep, you know, he just bought 12. Like, right. what's your why? Yeah, I think my biggest why is the fact that, you know, I want to see everyone win and I want to see everyone have freedom and mobility, right? I love it. So I know what it looks like where parents are missing games, right? I've seen it. I know parents, you know, parents are just so busy. They don't have time to travel, yeah. right? They're so busy. They're really reliant on their, on their job. Like people getting laid off, you know, that's detrimental times yeah. that people have to experience when they could actually avoid all that by picking up these cash flowing assets. So even if you want to work the nine to five, you really like what you do. That's, yep. that's no problem cool. at all. Yeah. But it's great having that supplemental income coming in. And that's really how you have that true wealth, right? Yeah. So in our community, not many people have true wealth that they get passed down from generation right. to generation to generation. But when I was in those private schools, right, I'm studying, you know, 50%, GA was like 50% Jewish. Yeah. You really get to see how they move and see how they pass down things from generation to generation. Talk to some of the kids there and they're like, oh, my, my grandfather is uh, cutting, the, cutting the tuition for us. Yep, yep. You know what I'm saying? So we're that's talking. what I'm talking about when it comes to generational wealth. So I really just want to help uh, change people's lives, change their mindsets, and really just, just make a difference. That's dope. Right. That's dope. Um, as it's, it's so wild to see, like... It's it's so wild to see. It feels like it happened overnight, right? Yeah. It's like you you wake up, you blink, and it's like, yo, that was like ten years ago, and right. now and now he's like a guru <laughs> and like on this path to success. That's crazy. Yeah. Um. So like, as one of the leaders in the space, like, what what does success look like to you? And then what's the retirement play? Got you. Got you. I think success just looks to me is uh, having that freedom and mobility, right? Yeah. Having choices, having options. Okay. Like I was talking to you, I said, hey, can we you know, move the podcast up a little bit? Yeah. Because I have a, a three-hour pickleball engagement later on today, right? This and guy is pickleball. Midday, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so it's, it's one of those things where I want that freedom and mobility. Yeah. And I remember what it was like working at the job. And hitting the boss up like, hey, my cousin's getting married. Is there any way I could take, you know, Monday and Tuesday yeah. off? And you're scared. And you're you scared. Know? You're yeah. nervous, right? Yep. And the boss being like, hey, Doug, uh, we'd rather you not do that because it's month in and we really need you here in the office. Right. 
But right. now, devastating it is to tell your cousin that, hey, I can't make the wedding because right. my boss, you, right. know, you know, he said I couldn't go. Yeah. Or you don't have the funds, you right. know. Yeah, like, that too. Yeah. Yep. So I think just, uh, you know, just being able to travel, see the world and, and um, you know, just having that freedom of mobility, man, it's, it's, it's amazing. That's a blessing. And Doug, Doug will literally be out. You'll be like, yo, he's in Dubai. <laughs> then he was just there. I'm like, right. yo, Doug, do you have time? I appreciate you yeah. for taking oh, time. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I'm proud, like, I've got to give you your flowers before yeah. we go. Like, I'm super proud of you because I've seen, like, you know, like, you don't see that many good people. Like, there's sometimes those cocky artists and right. this, that, and the other. And I have a blessing to know the gamut, you know. Mm-hmm. Um but Doug is literally somebody who stayed down until he came up and he's still humble. Like yeah. that blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, so I, I really appreciate no, you. I appreciate sure, you for taking the time. Um, and I want to know before we hop out um, for the next investor, or that kid who's thinking about getting um, into the business or wants to build uh, generational wealth. Yep. What would you tell them aside from, or maybe the kid can't afford your mentorship right, or, right. you know, he's not ready for it. Um, what are some things that you would say, start with, read this, check this out. Yeah. Yeah. I would just definitely go to my YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Cause I give, I basically give a lot of the game yep. away right there on Instagram. Yep. So that's what I would do. I would, you know, train your mindset. Of course you want to read rich dad, poor dad, yep. uh, richest man in Babylon. Yep. Cause before to read that way back in the day, yep. I remember. Yep. Uh-huh. So before we go ahead and get into the tacticals, you really want to tap into that mindset aspect of it. Cause most people are so far gone that no matter, like once you actually get into the actual training and, and the, and the steps that you need to do to go ahead and build your empire, mm-hmm. they're unable to comprehend that yeah. because their mindset is not there. Right. Right. They're still nervous. They're still fearful. They're still yep. like, well, what if the house burns down? Yeah. Well, that's why we have insurance. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. So they couldn't, they can't even think past that. True. Um, that avenue. They're like, you know, when I was renting out my property, they like, well, what if this happens? What if that happens? Yeah. You know, even renting to the guys, like, what if they poison your milk? Yeah, like, what, if? what if? Yeah, come on, but, bro. I, but I like this. Flip it. Well, what if it does work? Yeah, yeah. And when then when I follow up with those guys at the job, they're still at the job. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But um, your boss but, is probably still Yeah, there. my boss is still, my boss is still at the job. I'm like, hey, who knows? They might invite me back to talk on investments <laughs> outside of outside right. of hugging that cubicle, right. you know. But um but yeah, I'm excited because uh, you know, I always wanted to retire early from from the nine to five. Yep. Like for instance, I think you were alluding to it, but we're having a house built in uh, Los Cabos, Mexico. So brand new construction. And yo, this is how crazy real yeah. estate is, right? Yeah. So we locked up the deal for six hundred and thirty thousand. Okay. Right? Gave bad. some money down. Yeah. But get, but now the house, same house in the development are selling for eight hundred and fifty thousand. Okay, so, so there's two hundred, two hundred yeah. grand in yep. equity. Okay. off a play from you know what was it like March like last March that I made. Damn. So that's the beautiful thing about real estate, and I wasn't even buying with the intention to to make a spread to make right. make money. You're, off you're of trying it. to retire. I'm like I just want to exactly. I want to live. Good. I want to be a quarter mile from the beach. And I want to be a quarter mile from the eighteen new love pickleball it. courts that they're going to have. And I want to scoot, but I'm going to put my feet in the sand every day. Yeah, and still run plays and still be able to. The best part about real estate is you don't necessarily have to be there, and you have passive income coming yep. in. Yep. And I've always studied. I always study like you know where in the world can you live yeah. for fifteen hundred dollars a month? 
wait, right? what? Yeah, so so I literally fascinated by that. So that's always been my goal. Okay, find these spots where I can live for $1,500 a month. Of course, I make more than $1,500 yeah, yeah, yeah. a month. I think you can I'm, afford but, it. But. Right, but I'm still very, very frugal. I still want the best quality of life for the for the most affordable price. Yeah. So that's half the reason why I go into Mexico. I think I was telling you. Yeah. But uh, you have someone that does all your cooking. You know, nanny, if you have kids, make your smoothies, breakfast, lunch, dinner, do your errands, do your cleaning, wash your clothes, fold your clothes, put your clothes away, all for 5000 bucks. 5000 bucks what? Like a month? No, no, no. $5,000 for the year. Right? Of course, you add a little, you know, $500 bonus yeah, at the of end course. of the year. A little tip. Yeah, a little tip. Holiday. Right. Exactly. But, they, but they're so appreciative over there. That that's enough, enough money to, to take oh. care of their husband, to take care of the kids, everything. You might have a new neighbor, bruh. Hey, listen, listen. They got they got other homes in development. Look, come on out. <laughs> Say less, yo. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, okay. So we move into Mexico. Yeah, yeah. I might have to make that play. Five thousand yeah. dollars. Yeah. Hey, look, they got an international private school right in the okay. right in the uh, community. So so baby Zoe can go there, yeah. get bilingual. It goes from K to twelve. Yep. So instead of paying thirty two thousand for Germantown Academy. Their private school is only $4,500 for the year. Whoa. They have kids getting scholarships, kids going to U.S. colleges and, and so forth. Oh, and they're bilingual. Hell yeah. hell yeah. Yeah. Yo, sign me up. All right. <laughs> All right. So I'm signed up. Yep. You're retired. We're out of here. Um, what's next for you? What do you want to do? Where are you going? Yeah. Or are you just chilling on the beach and living life? Yeah. So it's going to be a mixture of both, right? So I'm going to be yep. on the beach, um, you know, and I'll probably be probably don't do some real estate transactions okay. out there in Mexico yeah. as well. But then also just sniping, just building a team and just yeah. picking up some buildings from afar. Cool. And since I have, you know, the team and the capability to have the, you yeah. know, be able to manage the real estate from wherever I'm at. Okay. And they have an international airport, so which is yeah. twenty minutes away, so we can always hop on a flight. It's like it's like yeah. I love that. And as you as you buy some more stuff yeah. and I get more in depth in the uh, oh, yeah. commercial game, yeah. we'll definitely talk. Hey, we'll definitely it. talk. That's if it, you need brother. boots on the ground, I got you. My man. My I got man. you. I appreciate it. Look, I appreciate you coming through. Um, yeah. We got to do this again. Yeah, Any, for sure. We got to do part two or something. Let's do it. Anything else you want to drop for folks? Um, any other info? Just Instagram. Yeah. You already said it, but. Yeah. Hop, hop on my Instagram, Doug Dept, um, you know, at Doug Dept tons of uh valuable information there cool. Cool. uh we oftentimes do something called a ride along so you yep. literally get to spend 10 hours with me in okay. a day and i'll show you my current active projects that i have going on Dope. i think we're going to add a little twist where we're actually going to see some of my students projects as well I like and there are different phases so yep. that way you know yeah you see me yep. putting these projects together in my sleep yep. however by you seeing people that you know were once in your position right where you were doing the same thing oh, yeah. with their eyes closed. Oh, yeah. And you're like, you know what? I can actually do yeah. this. I could go ahead and build wealth. Yep. And, and then, you know, so that's going to be cool. So that's we'll have dope. a ride along, look for that. Um, and then, of course, I have the mentorship where you get to spend all year with me cool. and just, you know, hopping on calls, the team and so forth. But it's a, it's a great experience. And we got people all over the country, like crazy, crazy alumni it. base. He's, he's yeah. literally out here. If he's not the number one, really, I mean, like Grant Carter, Cardone up there, but I feel like Doug is like one of these next guys that's coming, and I'm excited to see what's next. Yeah. Um, 
And it's it's crazy to see, but like now I sold one of your mentee's properties not oh, yeah. too long nice. ago. Yeah, we got yep. that off um, uh-huh. one of his like properties. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I'm, yeah. Ready. I'm ready to get rid of this. I want yep. something else. Yep. So it's crazy to see everything come full circle, but uh, it's exciting. Yeah, Let's brother. keep moving. I'm, I might have to get that Mexico crib. Yeah, hey, hey, come on out, bro. <laughs> Let's you get your real estate license out there and, and make a check out there, too, hey, brother. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. You might catch me out in Mexico. Yeah. Appreciate yep. you, Viva la Mexico. Let's get it. Let's get it. Hey, hey thanks for having me, brother. That's Sessions anytime. Yep. Peace.